0: Can I still choose a new career at 30? Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune up or a work overhaul, this is the program for you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Well, hey, welcome in. You're listening to the 48 Days Radio Show, where each week we take 48 minutes to dive into real-life questions about finding your passion, deciding what kind of life you want to live, and then finding or creating work that allows you to show up every day excited to be able to do something that's meaningful, fulfilling, and profitable. That's what we talk about here. Got some fun, exciting things today that I want to share with you. Well, here's some of the questions we'll be looking at today. Dan, I've been driving a truck for three years, but really dislike my job. Probably some more of you that can identify with that. Something you've been doing. Three years is a pretty good time frame. I mean, the average job is less than that at this point. So certainly not unusual to be wanting to change in about three years. Joanne, my wife still calls me a three-year guy. I, I, I stay interested in things for about three years. And then I'm looking for new opportunities. Not unusual. We'll talk about that. Dan, I see a lot of high school students meandering their way into college without any sort of direction. Well, I got some fun stories we're going to share in that vein. How important is it for a high school student to be able to determine exactly what they want to study when they go into college? Well, we'll look at that. Dan, I've been an electromechanical technician for the last 30 years, but now at my age, Getting where I can't do some of the things I used to. I'd like to try sales, but I don't know how to show skills in my resume and show past employment that doesn't look like just a technician resume. Help. All right. Now I want to also talk to you. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about Amazon merch. This is a new option on Amazon that's pretty mind blowing. And I want to tell you why it's an opportunity for anybody. Doesn't matter if you're eight years old or 88, it doesn't make any difference. I'm going to talk to you about an opportunity that you may want to jump on. And it relates to so many of the questions where people really need to generate additional income. So we'll talk about, yeah, I got some good news, fun things coming up. Let's jump right into it. Our Cliff Feitner poem for the day is when the unexpected hinders your action, there are options in regaining traction. You won't be a bust if your course you adjust and you may be a stronger attraction. Well, thanks Cliff for that. Cliff's very active in our 48 Days Eagles community and adds poems in there pretty much daily. So I get the pleasure of choosing one to share here on the podcast. Quotation today comes from Abraham Joshua Heschel. Now that's probably not a popular name with most of you, but happens to be An old Jewish, well, he's now gone, but a a Jewish rabbi whose writings I absolutely love. Read a lot of his material, continue to. But here's his quotation. An individual dies when he ceases to be surprised. I mean, if there's nothing, if your life is so predictable, you don't have any surprises, you're probably already starting to die. Well... I'm going to give you some resources to go through here, some things that will help you move along. Our business partner today is FreshBooks. Let me just go ahead and tell you a little bit about FreshBooks. You hear me talk about them. Frequently on here, they're our business partner for the entire year, 2017. We appreciate them partnering with us and love being able to share with you some of the things that you can do, taking advantage of their services. This has to do with keeping track of your books. We're in a really critical phase right now at 48 days, critical, just meaning I'm looking at what's happening this year and we can track it, looking at different categories because of our accurate bookkeeping, looking at different categories. Wow. It's surprising to see one category that I thought would be making money and it's not. Wow. Other categories, I have some surprising traction, but we're able to lay that all very quickly using great accounting system. You can do the same thing. If you have any kind of online payments or any kind of payments that are going to be due to you, boy, I strongly recommend you jump on FreshBooks. It's just such a simple way to do that. I mean, that's one of the big benefits where you can create invoices really quickly, get those out, and then you can see when somebody opens it. So you don't have to deal with this. Oh, I don't think we got that. Yeah, you opened it two weeks ago, dude. Where's the money? And also makes paying very, very simple as well. You can track your receipts when you're traveling. You can do instant kind of tracking of those. So it makes everything trackable. So those are some of the benefits you certainly want to do. Don't get in trouble when you have a side business or a business totally of your own. Or even if you are an employee, Still, there are so many things that are deductible. Just keep track of your expenses. Do it right so you have easy access to the books that will help you save on taxes. All those kind of fun things. Well, to claim your month-long unrestricted free trial, no credit card or anything required, go to freshbooks.com 48 days and enter 48 days in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Now, I got some fun good news. You know I love Good news. And got some things here. Here's one. It's a little longer than most, but it's worth sharing because it's such a delightful story. It's the kind of thing that I would like to be involved in. I mean, this is the kind of story that just is more than feel good. I mean, somebody really took action. So Eric McCoy was a heroin addict living on the streets of Baltimore when he found Caitlin Smith's abandoned purse in an alley back in July. All right. Now this is september back in july found caitlin smith's abandoned purse well he found this expensive purse in kind of a rough part of town in there he found a wallet several receipts utility bills notes belonging to someone named caitlin now there was no cash or credit cards or anything those were all long gone somebody obviously took those and then just threw the purse away but he thought you know this is a nice purse i ought to try to return this to the original owner So he located her address on one of the electric bills and began a long, pretty hard journey to Caitlin's neighborhood. He had to sell his bus pass in exchange for a subway ticket to get him over to her part of town. Now, Caitlin, in the meantime, had assumed her purse was long gone. And here she is walking with her roommate, down the street to a friend's surprise party when he saw they saw this guy in a tattered dirty white t-shirt and jeans you know walking along head down, carrying her purse. well, she approached him, she offered the man money to buy it. She would have given him money for the purse. he politely declined he insisted he had to return it to a lady named Caitlin who lived right on this street. Well, she says, "I'm that lady," and he just melted down exhausted saying, and told her he found it in an alley and he just wanted to return it to her. He said somebody had recently stolen his sleeping bag. And he could only imagine his, the frustration that she had felt the same way that he felt in having his sleeping bag stolen. Well, touched by Eric's kindness, Caitlin and her friend gave him clothes, a flashlight, a new sleeping bag, a backpack and a ride home. So on the ride back, Eric told his new friend about how he was a drug user. He explained he used to run a a really lucrative landscaping business until an accident left him unable to work. And then in that period of time, with painkillers from the accident, he became addicted that combined with his loss of income, led him down that slippery slope to addiction and homelessness. Well, he talked about, you know, despite that, he really had hopes of wanting to get clean and how he hoped one day to attend a recovery facility in Fort Myers, Florida. Now this is in Baltimore, so a long ways away, but he knew about this treatment center. Caitlin gave Eric her number and said that she would be happy to pay for his plane ticket to go to the treatment center. If he ever decided to go several days later on a borrowed phone, he called to say he had contacted the rehab facility in Florida and they had a space for him. If he could get there, well, Caitlin called the facility to verify his story. And they, they in fact, said yes. They confirmed they were prepared to pick him up at the airport and begin a treatment program if he could get there. All right, fast forward a little bit here. He has now celebrated 100 days sober. Caitlin did pay for his plane ticket to get down there. Because of the friendship that developed, she set up a GoFundMe campaign. They raised 100 13,000 or almost $13,000. They repurchased all the needed landscape equipment and fixed up a used truck with a trailer that will get him started in his business. He's going to reboot his landscaping business in Baltimore. Now that he's been through a treatment program, a hundred days sober, he's in a 90 day outpatient patient treatment program in Baltimore <sighs> Now I could just go on, but what a cool story. Found a purse, had the heart to return it to its rightful owner. In doing so, became friends with somebody who had some resources. She was intrigued by his story, verified the pieces along the the way. He went through a treatment program, back on his feet with a landscaping business. I mean, people want to be involved in good stories, good news stories. They really do. Well, that's the kind of thing, you know, think about an opportunity that you see where you could be the giver in that kind of a story. Obviously, you don't want to be the, the receiver, be the giver, be, be that gentle soul that unlocks a whole new future for somebody by just taking a little bit of action like that. Well, this, this is another one that I kind of like. Parking meters shaped like keys are key to ending a city's. Homelessness. Now, this is in Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They've put up parking meters. They're real elaborate and they have a golden key. And it says that not only you know, do you pay your parking fee, but any donations, just loose change and things will go to help the homeless. In their city, a hundred percent of the money goes toward key to change a program that they have there in Milwaukee. Well, they've already placed more than 225 homeless residents into permanent housing since 2015, September, 2015. So it's been just two years that they've been doing this and they credit these parking meters for helping to raise cash and awareness for their mission. I mean, how cool is that? All right. I a couple more here real quick. Uh, we know how there is how there is ethnic tension in israel no question about that so here's a guy a palestinian bus driver who saw a jewish man get off his bus saw that he dropped a roll of american cash he stopped the bus jumped out got it but was not able to find the gentleman Called out to him, but he, the gentleman who was walking away was on the phone and he wasn't able to find him in the crowd. So he had this stash of money. Well, it turned out that it was over $10,000. So what he did, he tried every way that he could to find that gentleman. He couldn't. He talked to the bus company, the bus company that he drove for. They took the money to the police station law enforcement officers posted a note about the money in the lost and found section in the local newspaper. The owner of the money was able to call the police station, provide sufficient details that he was the guy and pick up his $10,000. I mean, that that's, isn't that a great story instead of thinking, well, Hey, that's, you know, the other side of the tracks. So those people don't like my people. And it's just kind of justice for him to drop his money. And now it's mine. no, it rightfully belongs to that gentleman, even if I hate some of the things that he's done personally. No, just the right things right thing to do. Hey, one more here. Just a funny thing. We have Alexa in our house, as many of you do, the little thing that you just talk, you just speak out loud, tell it what you want it to do, play music. It'll do all kinds of things. It'll find information for you, tell you jokes. My grandkids love to ask Alexa to tell jokes and it'll just go on nonstop. Well, here a parrot ordered an order from amazon online the parrot placed an order online by mimicking its owner would hear his owner talking to alexa get me this well he uh, alerted alexa i mean all you have to do is just say alexa and this thing starts flashing blue on top so you know it's listening and somehow the machine, the Alexa, the automated system was asking, What do you want? And the parrot ordered, uh, let's see, ordered a, a set of gift boxes, golden gift boxes. Well, they arrived, I meaning it'll do this all automatically. You can do this. You can just say, Alexa, you know, give me a copy of Dan Miller's 48 Days to the Work You Love. Boom, done. Prime prime delivery. Two days later, it's there, automatically charged your account. So it's not very complicated to do that. And this parrot, actually ordered golden gift boxes. The owner couldn't figure out what happened and finally figured out what actually did happen. You know, thought it was a mistaken order finally figured out because it was trackable to her house. They even had the audio of the order being given. So it was easy to identify that it was the parrot doing it. You know what, what I enjoy. One of the things that I really enjoy is here in Joanne, my wife, when she is in the house, just say Siri, you know, what's the weather going to be in Franklin, Tennessee? Siri. And she gets all upset. Well, Siri is what she uses in her car, on her phone, in the house. It's Alexa. I mean, how? what a riot. We have to remember what artificial intelligence uh, voices we need to recommend at particular situations. Yep. Well, anyway, fun story. All right, let's go into some questions here. Got a whole lot of things we need to share today. Dan, my name is Abraham. I'm 23 years old. I'm married with a 16-month-old son. We live in Alberta, Canada. I've been driving truck for three years, but really dislike my job. We're in step three of Dave Ramsey's plan. And with the money I can make, I make, I can finish this step by the spring. Recently started listening to your podcast, bought the book Start by John Acuff, Rhinoceros Success by Scott Alexander. Now I feel trapped in my job. This is one of those situations where, again, where where a little knowledge can accentuate the misery that you're already feeling happens all the time. Well, okay, so um, he knows he's trapped. Abraham knows he's trapped, feels like he's trapped in his job. I do not have a high school education, which is a prerequisite to land an apprenticeship in the trade I'm interested in. I'm not sure how to build a resume that will get past being eliminated upon seeing my limited education. I plan on getting a GED, but don't want to stay at my current job till then. The other issues of my income will drop significantly for the first few years of apprenticeship. There will be college costs too, as there are eight weeks of in-class technical training per year. I'm torn on the matter and feel like a squirrel trapped in a cage would love your advice. Okay. Abraham, boy, you presented a whole bunch of kind of challenges here. 23 years old, married 16 month old son. All right. So we know that's a priority. You got to be a responsible provider for your family. A lot of the things you describe here have a very high opportunity cost. When you talk about getting an apprenticeship, where for the first few years you're going to have a really significantly lower income. Wow. I mean, what is it that is that important to go through that kind of an apprenticeship? I mean, what, what is going to be the end result here? I, I, I don't know what it is, but we'll assume that you've thought this through well, and that really is a reasonable goal for you. And it's something that would require, you know, four years, you're only 23 years old so that you can complete it by the time you're 30. Sure. You know, that that's a cool thing to do, but you've got some steps in between here that I want to help you address as well. One of those is getting a GED. So what does that require? You know, a lot of people, I mean, it's kind of a basic building block, certainly to get into college, and it may be a help to get a particular kind of job as well. So yeah, get a GED. That's not a real complicated process. Now let's, let's talk about how it usually works out. I mean, people, there are GED training programs in, in virtually any city, you know, through churches, community agencies, you know, academic institutions, you can go into training in, uh, programs for the GED. However, again, you want this to happen. You, you want to just get this. It's not like you're going to be studying content that you're going to be using a whole lot as you move on, probably. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky. The GED tests your knowledge in five subject areas, So if you don't have a GED and you've moved on in life and now, you know, realize you want to at least have that as an opening as a door opener for some other things, it'll test your knowledge in writing, mathematics, social studies, history, science, and reading. So it's pretty comprehensive. You can take classes that'll take you through a year's program of getting ready to do this. You can also go to Walmart and get the Kaplan GED test strategies, practice, and review for 2017. It cost you $18.47, and you can just study that on your own. You can study that on your own, and I mean, you can, be, you can go take the test two weeks from today if you want to. It, there's not like a long period of time required. It's just how fast can you get up to speed, and if you get this, the Kaplan GED test, you can go through practice test two complete practice tests you can go through now this is one of those things that probably is going to be changed over time because my goodness i mean the social studies portion of this test includes geography civics government economics the science section test life science physical science earth science mathematics section covers arithmetic basic algebra geometry trigonometry data analysis of charts and graphs uh, you know i wonder if we'll get to the point where we'll have other kind of personal skills be part of the ged test because really if, if somebody doesn't know the capital of russia or they don't know how tall mount everest is does that really eliminate them as a candidate? for what we want them to do in a particular job. Well, I probably shouldn't go down this path too far, but the GED test, you do have to take that at a testing station that has to be taken in person. It's seven hours and 45 minutes long. So each of those sections are pretty lengthy. You have to go through that. I mean, that's what's required. So get up to speed. Don't waste a lot of time doing that. But, uh, when you talk about then you're going to be an apprentice and it's going to, need to take a, re, a significant amount of time to get back up to where you are making the income that you're making now. S- don't think about either or situations. Either you keep the job that you have now and get by with a reasonable income, or you do this where your income drops. No, this is one of those situations where we want an and solution. You can take an apprenticeship if that's really what you're, what get, is going to get you toward your long-term goal and do something on the side. How many times have I talked about if you can find 10 to 15 hours a week, 10 to 15 hours a week, you can build a reasonable and a very profitable business on the side. Now, I was just, just came back from Orlando, the CES conference. These are online sellers, about 600 people. These are people who are rocking and rolling, doing things online, making outrageous amounts of money because they understand the opportunities that Amazon and eBay offer. Now, I'm going to give you a link where you can go to get information on that, but I want to tell you about another program as well. Well, let me, let me tell you, I'll I'll give you the link and we'll come back to it anyway, uh, the link is, let me go up here and grab that so I remember what it is. It's silentsalesmachine.com slash 48 days. That'll take you right to Jim Cockrum's book. Now you can get the first two chapters free and the book itself is $5, but it's silentsalesmachine.com slash 48 days. That's where I want you to start. Now, I'm going to give you some more information. And if uh, you're really interested in more in this, you can contact me personally and I'll give you uh, some other resources as well. But I want to tell you a little bit about Amazon Merch. This is a fairly new program. It's less than two years old. This is a program where you can put up a design, a saying, a slogan, a cartoon, whatever you want to. And they'll put it on a t-shirt, make it available to be on a t-shirt. If people buy that shirt and you get the organic traction of Amazon, my gosh, I mean, any kind of, you know, political statement or uh, have an eagle on there, you know, people search for those kind of things and it's going to show the shirt that you design. If people buy that shirt, you get a royalty. So there's no cost at all, no cost at all up front. Now you have to have a merch account. And I'll tell you how to get that as well. But there's no cost up front, no inventory. You still be put up a design, and if somebody buys it, you get a royalty. And it's a really significant royalty. If somebody pays $19.99 for a shirt, which is kind of the average landing point, you're gonna get about seven dollars and thirty-two cents. That's a really high percentage. I mean, if somebody buys one of my books in a at Barnes and Noble and they pay 20 bucks. For a book, I'm going to get about a dollar and a half royalty as the author of that book. Here, you put up a design; they sell the shirt for twenty bucks. You get seven dollars and thirty-two cents. That's a really amazing kind of deal. So here we've got an t- absolutely risk-free business opportunity. I mean, it's it's just phenomenal to think about. Chris Green, who's really a pro in this area, he says it's like planting money trees you put up a design. Now there was somebody who put put up a a shirt recently and it it came from one of uh, Hillary Clinton's statements back in the political process where she talked about Donald Trump's followers as a basket of deplorables. Well, somebody put up a shirt and it simply said, proud member of basket of deplorables. There was one day, now that that shirt really did amazing numbers. There was one day where it sold 5,000 copies I just told you the royalty on that's about $7, 5,000 copies. That's $35,000 that that person made in profit in one day with no cost, no investment at all. There's some other stories about shirts that are doing really, really well right now. So if you had something that, if you had a design up there and you can put up a lot of designs, if you put a design up there and somehow people started buying five shirts a day, five shirts a day, that would be $1,000 a month. And if you have something popular and it's selling thirty-eight shirts a day and does so consistently, that's hundred thousand dollars. I mean, there are people who have re- totally re- replaced their income by simply putting something up on merch. Again, that's a pretty new program. Now, let me let me just tell you a little bit more about how we're how we're handling this. I've established a forty-eight days Eagles merch account, so everybody, anybody in the 48 Days Eagles community can put up a design. Now, here's how we're going to do this. Instead of, you know, having to parcel out all these little payments to people for what they did, we're going to make it a community effort. So you can put designs up there. And then as profits come in, those are just going to go into the 48 Days Eagles Nest account. So we have an account that we can use just for fun things. So if we want to scholarship somebody to go to an Amazon conference to learn how to do things better. We can give them a scholarship. If we want to have a contest and say, hey, first place for uh, the most convincing video, one minute video about your business, we're going to have a thousand dollar prize for that and other prizes, 500, 250. We can do that. We're going to just use the money out of there. So if you're a member of 48 Days Eagles, uh, we'll, we'll keep notes in there. I mean, I just did a a training on that on monday it's easily accessible but um just one of the fun things we're doing in the 48 e- eagles account incidentally in that community we also had a meetup in orlando for anybody in the 40 days eagles community we had about 30 people that were either at the conference or lived close enough that they drove there like from tampa sarasota other areas came to orlando to join us we had a great time and of course the uh I picked up the tab because they're part of the 40 days Eagles community. Again, if you haven't checked that out yet, just go to 48 days It'll give you information. You can scroll down to the bottom and there's videos you can watch to kind of see the inside workings of what's happened in that amazing community. So in the merch 40 days merch, so you don't even have to have your own merch account. If you're part of the Eagles, you can just use what we already have established that we're using as a community. You don't give up your design, incidentally. If you have a design and put it into that in our 48 Days Eagles merch program and it starts to do really well and you want to pull it out and put it on Zazzle or Cafe Press or Teesprings or establish your own merch account, you can do that. No no strings attached at all. We just want to give you a really easy option for what you can do. Now, with that, there are certainly guidelines that Amazon, and rightfully so. You can't capitalize on national disasters or human tragedy. You know, you're not going to be able to poke fun at people. You know, you, you can't even promote that you're donating all the proceeds to some profitable thing. Um, and if a shirt is up and it doesn't sell in 90 days, they'll take it down. Now, you start out with 10. They allow you 10 designs. And if you get any traction on those at all, they increase your limit to 2030 and so on. Uh, Ryan Rieger, who is in the 48 Days Eagles community and is helping us understand how this works, he has accessed 500. He can put up 500 designs because of the success he's already experienced there. Now, the other cool thing is if Amazon sees that you're doing really cool designs, I mean, I just, um, I think it was last week I told one of our listeners who is a illustrator and was looking for ways to do that i suggested that he get involved in merch i at that time had made the announcement about how we were going to help people have an open access to that but wow if they see that you're really good they may tap you on the shoulder and say uh nike wants to develop their own line of shirts would you be interested in being a designer for them i love these kind of things that are so open-ended so it doesn't matter if you have your GED, they don't ask you about that. It doesn't matter if you have a graphic design degree from college, they don't ask you about that. It doesn't matter if you have an MBA or a PhD. It doesn't matter if you're 13 years old or if you're 83. You can do this. I love this kind of thing. I'm so excited about this and thrilled to be able to share it like that. Again, you can go to silentsalesmachine.com slash 48 days and it'll put you in some of the information if you really are interested in the merch program shoot me a note at askdan at 48days.com i've got some other resources that'll put you a little bit deeper into that, get you up to speed a little quicker. But the easiest way to do that and stay abreast of everything that's happening is just be a part of the 48 Days Eagles community. I mean, we're still at $30 a month. I mean, I haven't raised it yet. I will before the end of the year, but uh, just a minimal kind of thing. If you're investing that 3% of your income back into yourself, you ought to have plenty uh, way beyond that to be investing in yourself. And that'd be a great way to get started. Steve says, I've been an electromechanical technician for the last 30 years, but now at my age, I'm getting to where I can't do the things I used to do. I would try sales, but I don't know how to show transferable skills in my resume and show past employment. That doesn't look like a technician resume. Help. Well, you, you, you want to do what's called a functional resume so that it doesn't pigeonhole you just in one industry. I have been working with a gentleman who is Currently a pastor. That's the only position he's ever had since he got his D Min. Now, a D Min is a doctorate of ministry. So he has his doctor's degree in ministry. He is a pastor and he's transitioning out of that. Well, how do you change when that's been your only job? Pastor, 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 pastor. That's all. No, you can change. I mean, this gentleman has experience as a general contractor overseeing three building projects that the church did. So he's used to handling subs. He's used to projecting costs, bidding on things. He's used to hiring, training, supervising. I mean, he's done fundraising. I mean, we can go on and on and on with the skills that he has. We can pull out and put on a resume that legitimately positioned him to totally redirect, even though he's had one real similar experience and academic training that supports that. Now we can redirect instantly. Now with him, we're moving into real estate, got some really exciting things on the horizon, things that he can move into. No problem at all. His people skills, customer service, relationship oriented selling. Wow. Are those things he's already been doing as a pastor? You better believe it. So those will set him up instantly as a candidate. He comes across really great, personally has a real contagious smile i mean it's not going to be any issue at all for him to redirect he can show up in a new town have opportunities instantly you know that's what you need to do steve you need to do that so that you don't don't allow your resume to just be a chronological description of what you've done turn it into a sales brochure for what it is you want to do and you can certainly do that chris says i see a lot of high school students meandering their way into college without any sort of direction or possibly with too many directions when i've posed the question to them about what it is they're passionate about i get blank stares as they're as though they're too young to know is this the case is there a better set of questions to ask teenagers to help them decide on or figure out a possible vocation my own daughter is struggling trying to decide between engineering art or theater As an ex-engineer turned chiropractor, these choices are on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Wow. Chris, we got a whole lot packed into your wonderful, wonderful question about how do we help high school students? How do we move them into right decisions that are going to direct their lives for the next 40 years? Well, that's not a realistic way to look at it. We have to recognize This is an ongoing journey of getting clarification and direction. And usually with people, I tell them the first four or five jobs. Typically, the biggest value of those first four or five jobs is helping you understand what it is you don't want to do. It's unrealistic to think that you go right from high school. You're 18 years old. You go right into college. You choose a major the first day you're in college, come out with a degree, you get a job in that industry and stay there. I mean, that just doesn't happen much anymore. I mean, we know that most college graduates 10 years after graduation are in work that is not related to their college degree focus at all. All right, so how do we get through this? For one thing, I met with with somebody yesterday. I met with a mama yesterday. Her daughter is 15 years old because they're homeschooling. Her daughter will graduate yet this year. So she'll have her high school degree at 15 years old. Well, mama does not have a college degree and ranks that pretty high as something she desires for her children. But her daughter is saying, well, I really have this area of interest that I want to pursue. What if I just put off college for a couple years? Would that be Okay. And mom and dad have fortunately decided, yeah, they'd be okay. I mean, what if a 15-year-old, having gotten a high school degree very early, decides to spend five years exploring other things? Do you think maybe she'll have the benefit of more clarity at that point to determine what she wants to study in college? Yeah, you better believe it. Now, I'm going, to give you, I'm going to give you a quick insight into what this daughter is doing, and then I'll explain a little bit more. This daughter has some pretty clear goals at 15 years old. They had traveled to come to Nashville because of what this 15-year-old is interested in. Check this out. Fire in my heart, it's been there from the start. Keeps me thinking about you all the time. Don't know how you keep all right, learning. I'm gonna take it down. Guess I'm still this is a 15 year old. You think maybe she's worked to, to position herself in a particular <laughs> area of focus? Yeah, you better believe it. This gal is amazing at 15. Now she's in a fortunate position of having a daddy who is a video producer. So he's helping her with some of the videos that are opening doors left and right for her. She is already recording with some of the best known names in Nashville. They are planning to move to Nashville as a family to give her the opportunity that she's looking for. Now, what about college? Shouldn't she be going to college? Well, let's look at a couple other people who seem to kind of take this same path. Taylor Swift, recognize that name. You see it on trucks going down the highway because her show requires about 12 of those big babies, I think, to set up her show. Her dad was a financial advisor. Her mom was a homemaker. She has one younger brother. She spent the early years of her life on a Christmas tree farm. She went to a Montessori school for preschool and kindergarten run by Franciscan nuns. Then she transferred to the Wincroft School. I mean, really classy schools that she went to. At the age of nine, she became interested in musical theater. She started identifying people like Shania Twain. She's, oh, I want to do what she does. At the age of 11, she traveled with her mother to visit Nashville record labels. They submitted a demo tape of Dolly Parton and Dixie Chick's karaoke covers that she did. She didn't get a lot of open doors at that point, but she kept going. Then she added playing the guitar to what she was doing. At that point, she had just been singing. At 12 years old, she picked up the guitar. Well, to help her break into the country music scene, her father moved his office and the whole family to nashville hendersonville tennessee when she was 14 and she seems to have done pretty well she put off college for a few years golly how old is taylor at this point i think she's probably 27 or 28 perhaps her estimated net worth is incidentally is 280 million dollars you know when we are helping our children if we really understand their unique areas of gifts, it can help open up creative opportunities for how those are unfolded. In Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way that he or she should go, and when he's old, not depart from it. When we know that, that's been misused in some atrocious ways through the years by parents predetermining what their kids need to do and force them through. And I mean, I I've, uh, I have to admit, I've, I've made a very good living helping the 42-year-olds who realize they're living mom and dad's dream, not their own. And we redirect, even if they have a DDS or a JD or an MD behind their name, we redirect, find out their own dream. If you, our challenge as parents, and a, and a more accurate rendering of that verse, incidentally, is train up a child in the way that he or she is bent. Our challenge as parents is to figure out how is this child bent? And then let them develop in the unique talent that God has put the seeds of in them. Well, Dolly Parton, probably have heard of her. The fourth of 12 children, absolute. She says her family was dirt poor. That's what she grew up with. But she wanted to perform. She wanted to sing. She shared that in high school. When they had an opportunity to share what your dream is, she told them she was going to be a country music star. They laughed at her because of the clothes she wore and all that. The day after she graduated from high school, she moved to Nashville. Well, you know what's happened since then. She is the most awarded female musician in history. I mean, she's an icon in Tennessee, the things that she's done, the philanthropic things that she's done. I mean, the things that she sponsors, her literacy program, I mean, on and on and on, estimated net worth, eh, 500 million, they guess, hard to pinpoint, done pretty well as a singer following her dream. The path to our dream may or may not require a GED, a college degree. Now, certainly there are times when it does, but We want to understand the broad spectrum of opportunities today, not just one limited option. Well, hey, just a quick catch up here and then we're going to we're going to wrap up this. Just a reminder, these are real life situations, real life questions we're dealing with here. I'd love to hear yours as well. If you got a question, just shoot it into me at at 48 dayscom uh, you can leave an audio, just go anywhere on 48 days. You can leave an audio, see the little microphone there and hit that as well. If you prefer to do that, but uh, most just people send it just to ask Dan at 48 dayscom Share your success stories as well. You know, we're compiling those, got hundreds and hundreds of them. We'll do something with those one of these days, compile those in a readable or listenable form as well. But uh, shoot those into me as well at askdan.com at 48days.com. I want to just tell you, rather than going on into, I've got some other things here that came out of being at the conference, some questions that people raised while I was there, but I'm going to save those for another time because there's one that I really want to kind of unpack. It's going to take a little more time than what we've got remaining available here. So let me just remind you about some of the bonuses here where you can get more help and information. SilentSalesMachine.com slash 48 days. If you're interested in doing anything online, that is the Cadillac resource to start with. Again, if you're interested in the merch program that you hear me talk about, uh, you can just you can go check that out. If you want to establish your own account, just go to Amazon Merch. It'll walk you right through the process. It, it takes a little time. It took about three months for me to get our account set up, even though I'm an established Amazon seller, have been for years. So, and they're they're controlling it pretty tightly right now. But uh, again, if you're part of the 48 Days Eagles community, uh, you, you have free access to our merch account to experiment, get in the game immediately. And if you want to check out the Eagles, just go to 48dayseagles.com. All the information is there, including some videos that give you a kind of an inside look at what's happening in that community. Now, I've got a resource that I gave away at this conference that I just spoke at, and I'll, I'll give you the link to go there as well if you want to pick those up. What what I have in this with the resources are I have the little video showing me demonstrating the... the value of serving from a full cup so it's a little short video but just serving from a full cup you know instead of patting yourself on the back because you have nothing no you have more to offer the world if you have a full cup yourself. So there's a video that shows that we've got the resource side biz freedom, 10 ideas that you as listeners have submitted outrageous things you're doing for profitable side businesses. There's that. And then there's the PDF that I get a lot of requests for. How do you build a business with only 15 hours a week? So if you go to 48 days.com ces you'll get a link to go to those three resources. So hopefully those will help you in moving forward in whatever it is that you want to do. Well, we're going to just gently ease on out here. Boy, I love this time of year. Love this time of year, going right into the last quarter of the year where it's, it's so exciting. We're seeing all the leaves and everything around us kind of die. But we know that they're not. the trees are not dead. We know it's a natural process that they go through to come back with new vigorous life in the spring. I love that kind of metaphor, thinking about what we do as humans. A lot of times those things kind of come to an end that we really thought we're going to be more successful than they were, whether it's a job a business or whatever, you know, well, just see it as a as a seasonal change and be confident that spring is going to be coming. So I love going into this time of year where we know spring is coming. New growth is going to be coming. Lots of new opportunities out there. This is a time to be setting goals, to be establishing what is it that you want 2018 to look like. Decide in advance. Don't be a person who just looks over your shoulder to see what happened, feeling like you had no control. You do have control. You can put yourself in the driver's seat immediately by deciding in advance what you want next year to look like. So this is a great time to be doing that. I'll give you the, the link to go to. We'll update the goal planning form that I always give away about this time of year. I'll update that in the next couple of weeks here so you can start filling that in as I am certainly doing myself. Well, thanks for being part of this group, this growing community where we, in fact, you know what's coming, are finding or creating work that is meaningful purposeful and profitable. Have a wonderful week.